should be live. Uh, I'm gonna check the stream. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you take this time right now to uh, smack a like on this video and uh, subscribe so you can get all my future content. Uh, I'll be doing all kinds of fight recaps, uh, fight breakdowns, where I uh, give my predictions and uh, who I think is going to win on a fight and in uh, what, what fashion. Um, and also be doing uh, the live events on UFC 2, uh, if you guys are into the game. Um, it won't be all gameplay, um, so if the, for, the, for those of you guys that are uh, listening uh just on CastBox, that's the only uh, podcast service I'm on right now. You can download it through uh, the App Store or uh, Google Play. Uh, I'm on there now, so just search Fight Fan Gaming and subscribe if you guys would like to listen to this in uh, podcast format. Um, I know it's kind of sometimes these will be long, and it's kind of hard to sit there and watch. You know, sometimes upwards of an hour and a half video. So I'm gonna try and keep most of these. Uh, shortened but you know they're gonna drag often so um, I, I'll probably uh, snip snip the video down into a uh, little highlights and uh, upload them throughout the week uh, kind of like um, you know the Joe Rogan podcast does or the the fighter and the kid and the big brown breakdown you know you have these long podcasts where there's no way everyone can see the entire uh, the entire podcast or the entire all of the content I mean I I religiously follow uh, the Fighter and the Kid, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and the Big Brown Breakdown, and still there's always there's always little things that you miss here and there because maybe uh, maybe you start off or or you leave off and then you come back and you don't quite know where your spots at or uh, sometimes you genuinely just don't have enough time to finish that podcast before they're rolling out another one two three episodes at a time sometimes, <laughs> um, so. I'll probably be cutting these down, so uh, just make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Follow me on Twitter at uh, Fight Fans Gaming with an S. Uh, follow me on Twitch, Fight Fan Gaming. Um, really appreciate it. So I uh, plan on working on the podcast and uh, pr uh, improving it exponentially over time. So really appreciate your guys' support. Um, Today we're just going to be doing, uh, since there's no fight this week, or I think we got a week and a half still until we got fights, um, I think it's UFC 210 next. Uh, we'll go over the card just a little bit, I'm not going to break it down, but we, we can look at the matchups at least. Um, so yeah, next next fight is April 8th, and right now it's uh, March 23rd, 2017. So uh, we still got another 15 days, I believe. Maybe my math is incorrect, but unless uh, there's a card that they snuck in there, like a fight night or something, let me just double check because that does seem a little, a little long. But since we don't have an immediate event, uh, we're just going to be going over some current events in MMA and UFC. Uh, go over some headlines and uh, just talk about what's going on. So, yeah, UFC 210, Cormier versus Johnson. So that is our next card. I'll definitely be doing a breakdown, so make sure you guys uh, follow for all of that. So you got DC versus uh, Rumble Johnson for your main event. Uh, Chris Weidman versus Gegard Mousasi for the co. 
Um, and below them, they got a, uh, a, uh, 115 pound women's fight. Don't know either of them. Tiago Alves versus Patrick Cote. Will Brooks versus Charles Oliveira. I like that fight. That should be fun. Uh, Miles Jury versus Mike De La Torre, I believe. And, uh, you got uh, Charles Rosa fighting some guy, uh, Shane Burgos. Uh, you got Patrick Cummings fighting some guy. Um, to be honest with you, it's not the best card. Um, I'm definitely going to go ahead and watch it and probably buy it just because of uh, DC and Rumble. I got to watch that rematch. I mean, you really never know what's going to happen when uh, when you got DC in there. Or not DC, but uh, Rumble. Because he was, if you guys remember, he was really close to finishing DC in the first one. Um, I mean, I won't say really close, but he stunned him. He dropped him. I mean, dropped him straight to the canvas. Um, flurried, got too uh, overzealous, and got taken straight to the mat. And then, you know, what happened after that? Just got ground out for three rounds. Uh, or, yeah, for three rounds until he got TKO, or not TKO, but uh, submitted by rear naked choke. Um, but even in that second round when uh, Anthony Johnson came out, when they started on the feed, he was, I mean, he was still throwing great combinations, um, landing with devastating power every time. Uh, you know, so that that guy, the odds right now, I think, are even at, uh, I think they're both a minus 115, so... Uh, we'll see what the odds go to. I mean, I think it's going to be even money all the way up until uh, up until the fight happens because it's kind of a pick 'em with that with Anthony Johnson. Um, it's kind of like betting against Mike Tyson. You're really gonna uh, even if there was a guy that you know, even after Mike Tyson was found out and everyone knew his uh, you know, his kryptonite and how to beat him, his game or uh, yeah, pretty much just this the structure to beat him, they, uh, you still can't bet again. you still wouldn't bet against Mike Tyson, it's just like, he's gonna, how do you know he's not gonna go out there and just knock the guy out in 30 seconds like he used to, you know, um, I'm not comfortable making that a bet, uh, so I will not have any money on that fight, and then, uh, Chris Weidman, I always, uh, I always like watching Chris fight, and, uh, same goes from Musasi, um, that guy, 41 and 6, and two draws. <laughs> um, I, I believe it's. I believe those are draws. Uh, th- those might be no contests. Also, I believe. Um, I'm not sure. I think they're draws. Uh, that's an entertaining fight. Um, I like both of those. Uh, Gaygard is on a, a tear. I believe he uh, he starts B tour in his last fight, and uh, Chris is coming off of that uh, devastating <laughs> knockout loss to Romero. I don't mean to laugh about it, but. Um, I thought the guy was doing great. I honestly, he might have been edging the fight at that point and, uh, up until that knee. So, uh, I, we'll break that card down later. Um, it's not the best pay-per-view in the world, but it's, it's better. I think it's better than the, uh, it's definitely better than UFC 208. We all, we all remember that. Oh, and then, uh. Then you got uh, the next pay-per-view, though. I'm really excited for UFC 211. You got uh, Stipe Miocic versus Junior Dos Santos. Um, that's May 13th. 
then Joanna uh, Drzejczyk is fighting Jessica Andrade in the co-main event. Uh, don't know those guys. Then you got Damian Maya versus Jorge Masvidal. That fight, oh my goodness, I don't even, I don't know how to pick. Uh, it, Masvidal is one of those guys I'm not, I, I'm not going to be too keen on picking against just because he's a, he's a dog of a fighter. And, uh, I know my head goes with, uh, with Damian. I think he's going to be able to pull it out, but I definitely don't think it's going to be an easy win. Um, I think he's going to get hit. Masvidal has got great takedown defense, and I can only imagine it's gotten better. Um, I mean, when's the last time someone really contested him on the ground or even really um, made a, a a real effort to get him down? Um, and every fight starts on the feet, and that guy's hands are just, they're, they're exceptional, guys. You need to go and watch some of his street fights when he was, you know, 16, 19, or whatever. Just a skinny, skinny little dude uh, taking out big dudes, and uh, it was all, honestly, all through technique. The guy's got—he's just got a real natural uh, feel for the striking game, specifically with his hands. Then you got, uh, you got Eddie Alvarez and Dustin Poirier. That's a very interesting fight. Um, God, man, I can't wait for this card, guys. Cannot wait for that breakdown either. Henry Henry uh, Cejudo fighting Sergio Pettis, Frankie Edgar fighting Yair, Yair Rodriguez. That's just stacked, guys. Stacked. I cannot wait for that card. Let's hope that all is well and uh, no one gets hurt or misses weight, anything stupid like that. Because you know, the UFC is just just full of pull-out merchants, as McGregor would say. It just seems like every time we have something to be extremely excited about, uh, someone pulls. And obviously, if you can't fight, you can't fight. But, I don't know. No. Sorry, guys. Got my dog here. I live in an apartment. He might bark every once in a while until I get a studio. No. I'm going to put you in your cage. He's a good boy. <laughs> he's just got a real, real bassy. Uh, he's a real bassy bark. He's a lab, uh, lab and border collie, border collie mix. Um, real smart dog. Real thick. Real thick. Um, he's a good boy. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, let's just hope no one pulls out because, like I said, everyone. Uh, I mean. Do you remember, I mean, the first time when McGregor was going for the, the belt against uh, RDA for his second belt, I mean, he pulled out, and uh, he ended up fighting Diaz. We got a great uh, back-and-forth two fights with them guys, but, uh, I mean, it's hard to get hyped up for fights nowadays, so um, I'm not going to hold my breath on UFC 211. <laughs> and, wow, what else we got? I mean, it's... It's kind of dead, news-wise. I mean, we got some kind of circus event-style news. We got, uh... So, one of the weirdest things I heard in the last couple of days is that uh, Vitor Belfort called out uh, CM Punk. Which, I mean, what are you doing? CM Punk, the guy that got mauled by fucking Mickey Gall 
the uh, the one and or two and MMA fighter. Um, I I mean the guy's got great jujitsu, but I mean he's brand new, and he got destroyed by that guy. And Vitor Belford, Vitor the phenom Belford, who's been fighting since he was 19 and like UFC 9 or some shit, um, knocking out legends. Like how many legends has he knocked out? And he's talking about fighting CM Punk. Like wow, uh, Jesus, that's just sad. I don't know. I mean, he might be on Dancing with the Stars. Um, next week, because that's some, that's some pretty, uh, desperate shit. Uh, another call-out, we had, uh, Mark Diakis, I believe that's how you say his name, um, one of these days I'll confirm the, the enunciation on that, uh, he called out Paul Felder, um, on Twitter, and Felder, um, well, actually, you know, uh, no, word, uh, I'm sorry, that's wrong, um, word got back to uh, Mark that Felder had called him out or was planning on calling him out or something like that. Um, I don't know where he heard this from, but he got on Twitter. Mark got on Twitter and started, uh, you know, tweeting at Felder saying, uh, you know, you, you think you're, you know, you're tough and you want to fight me, but, you know, you got to talk shit to uh, other people. And, um, of course, Felder responded saying, you know, I don't, I don't talk, I fight, blah, 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 let's get it on. So uh, they might they might be fighting. Um, I don't know why the UFC wouldn't make that matchup. Obviously, everyone's gonna um, be more likely to tune into a fight that has some sort of drama or some some something they can point to. You know, if a if a guy doesn't like the other guy or um, you know, whenever you call someone out, that fight just almost all automatically gets made because I mean, Derek Lewis has called out Mark Hunt. He got his fight. So we'll talk a little more about that. Um, Mark Diakis versus Felder. I'd be interested in that. I, I, you know, obviously, I'm going to follow that uh, Mark um, for as long as he's in the UFC, especially after that uh, that 30 second uh, KO that he had not too long ago, just a week ago. Um, so I'll be. I'm really interested in that. And uh, I mentioned Dark and Derek Lewis uh, and Mark Hunt are going to be fighting. Should look up the date. I believe it's going to be a fight night card, and it might even be in uh, Australia. And um, to be honest with you, I'm I'm actually pretty surprised that Mark Hunt is fighting. Um, I actually thought his last fight was going to be his last fight with the UFC, at least. I thought he was going to retire for some reason. I, I was under the impression that maybe that was his last fight on his contract or something, or I don't know, maybe he's just looking to hurry up and fight out his contract. I'm not sure. Uh, but let's look up that date. <clears throat> Alright, so they're going to be fighting June 10th in New Zealand. So, Mark Hunt's territory. Um, I don't know who I got in that fight. You know, I'll have to think about it more in depth over time I'm sure those guys will both make it to fight night because uh, I've never heard of either of them pulling out every time I've ever heard of one of them fighting I've pretty much I'm pretty much guaranteed to fight so try not to touch the mic uh, so they're going to be fighting uh, UFC fight night 110 that'll be a fun one I'm leaning Derek 
as of right now, I'm leaning Derek Lewis. Um, just after watching Mark Hunt's last several performances, he's obviously slowing down, and that the I mean, he's still quick, but he's hit, uh, his trigger time is it, it's gone down significantly. And um, I mean, when he lands a big shot, obviously it's still game over, but uh, he just doesn't be. It doesn't seem like he's landing that big shot as often anymore. So I'm leaning Lewis right now. Um, oh man. So uh, another call out I heard was uh, Luke Rockhold. He called out uh, Fabricio Ware Doom. I you know I didn't know that they actually fought back in the day in uh, Strike Force. I'm not sure what weight division. I'm guessing it had to have been uh, light heavyweight because, uh, I mean, Luke's a middleweight. That's 185. Um, he's got the frame, and he's definitely big enough to be fighting at 205 on any given day. I mean, geez, that guy's got to be 220 pounds. Uh, he, that, that's a 215-pound man, I think. Cut into 180. I think he cuts a good 30 pounds to get to 185. Just unless he's just extremely, extremely lean. I mean, he looks it. He looks like it. So maybe he is only walk, walking at two, 200. Doubt it. I think he's cutting 30. Uh, so he's uh, he's looking for a rematch. I'm I'm not sure who won that first one. I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing where Doom must have because he said something like, uh, "Why would he fight a chicken?" or um, if they if they didn't fight out in the ba back of the day, then uh, maybe maybe some some beef. I don't I don't know everything surrounding that. I'll have to do a little more research. But he called Where Doom out, which I just thought was interesting, being that Where Doom came in at like 240 pounds in his last fight against Miocic or not against Travis Brown, and uh, and uh, Rockhold is fighting at 185. So I don't know. Maybe he's looking to just go up to 205 permanently or something and fight a heavyweight <laughs> with a name in the meantime. I don't know. So that I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, it's just been, honestly, it's just been a week of call-outs. That's really um, the majority of the news. Uh, we had Matt Hughes talking about make, wanting to make a comeback, um, which just don't. Please don't. <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, Matt Hughes. Like, I don't even remember the... I don't think I've... I don't know if I ever even watched Matt Hughes live. That's that's how long he's been out of the game. Like, and I've been watching... I feel like I've been watching for a long time at this point. And I think Matt Hughes was steadily out of the game. Uh, so I don't even know when he retired. But um, I'm thinking upwards of seven years ago. Uh, I don't know. These guys just they they just get bored. Obviously, they're not doing anything outside of you know their MMA careers. And I know Matt Hughes was one of the guys who had a a job under uh, Zufa for working for the UFC uh, when Dana and uh, the Fertitas were still uh, majority owners. And uh, now he doesn't have that job, so I don't know. Maybe just being away from not having that direct line to uh, the UFC and uh, MMA, maybe I don't know. I don't know what his deal is. I don't. I don't know what all the, any of their deal is. They just. I mean, BJ Penn is. He's set to fight uh, Dennis Seaver, and uh, that's a much better matchup 
wise anyways i believe they're the same age they're both like 38 or 39 or something like that and um tail end of the careers neither one of them have the best i mean they've both slowed down drastically and uh i i don't know what the deal is i don't know why they can't stay retired um obviously it's just it just comes with being a fighter you can tell because it's all of them all of them come back from retirement so um it was brad pickett's last fight at ufc london and uh i guarantee you it's not his last fight i i I can 100% guarantee you that Brad Pickett comes back and has at least one more fight, uh, whether it's in the UFC or not. Um, I believe he fought his contract out, but I could be mistaken. If he's under contract, obviously, if he comes back, it still has to be uh, under the UFC. So, And he's got a name, so uh, it'll put some butts in the seats and uh, make sure some people tune in. So I'm sure WME would be open to it at any point, so uh, I, I don't think we've seen the last of him. Um, what else did we have? We had, uh, so yeah, BJ Penn is fighting Dennis Seaver in June. Uh, fight night, OKC, that might be this, that must be the same, uh, same card as Derek Lewis and Mark Hunt. Oh no, hell no, I just, I already told you guys that was New Zealand, what am I thinking? Um, so yeah, I, I'm not sure which fight night that is, but it's uh it's in o- OKC in June. So uh, I mean, I'll watch it, but you know, I don't really give a shit about that fight. I I mean, the last time I watched Penn fight, it was just sad. I mean, every, the last several times I've watched Penn fight has just been I've just felt extremely bad for the guy. I just wish he would hang it up. But I mean, that's what he wants to do. So, what can you do? So, uh, yeah, uh, Hoist Gracie, of course, got heard that uh, Matt Hughes was considering a uh, comeback. And so, uh, Royce, Royce, uh, Hoist, of course, um, called Matt out and said that he would like to uh, fight him and uh, get a rematch. And um, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see either one of those guys fight anybody, let alone fight each other again. Um, that might be one that I just literally tune out. I mean, obviously, I'll probably see it on Facebook or something. But if they if they put that fight on, um, there's I have no interest at all in watching that fight. Like zero. I already saw Hoist Gracie and uh, Ken Shamrock fight like last year, and it was like the saddest thing I've ever seen, like, I don't know, so, uh, let's just hope that, uh, UFC 210 and UFC 211 pull through, and, uh, getting a little bit more news about, uh, Connor, Connor, uh, and Mayweather, so, uh, you know, I'm sure by now everybody's seen or heard about, um, McGregor at, uh, a boxing event, and going up to all of the boxing media and spewing into their face that I'm going to stop Floyd. Uh, I'm going to shock the world. You know, I'm going to put him away. No one, no one knows what I'm bringing to the table, and uh, no one knows what to expect. And uh, that he's, um, you know, that just no one knows what what he's going to do. And so basically, that's a, you know, he said he's dangerous and all all kinds of stuff. You know, and it was just like the perfect play by him because. 
the boxing media just every time they talk about McGregor, it's always uh, you know they don't they've they've never had like a one on one with him or an actual like experience with him. It's just always like reporting on other people's news, and uh, you know they they responded a little better or a little better they, a lot better this time. Um, having that uh, actual interaction with him, I think they. I think they they uh, finally understand that you know I think McGregor truly believes that uh, he could stop Floyd. Uh, you know, obviously, um, there's only only a certain type of person, and that's like uh, you have to completely hate and disregard Mayweather completely as a boxer um, and as, as a person to think that McGregor has uh, a good chance at beating Mayweather. Um, he's got a shot and he's got a chance, but it, it's so, it's so slim that uh, he might as well not even have a chance, honestly. So uh, that's the way I see it. Uh, obviously, he's got the big left hand. Um, he's really rangy. He's got the size over Floyd. It's uh, he's way bigger than Floyd, and his head's got to be double the size of Floyd's little little melon head. <laughs> um, so if he obviously if he lands a big shot. Um, I'm thinking it would have to be a counter, which I just don't think there's any fucking way he can counter Mayweather. Um, and I don't think there's any way he can just leap out with a shot, um, and hit Mayweather. So, I just, I don't see it happening. But, if there's one, if there's one guy that could make it happen, it would be, it'd be McGregor. And, uh, you know, every single fight he's had it's always oh you know it's impossible for him to win he's going to get beat down uh this guy's a wrestler or this guy's much bigger this guy's better than all his other uh, opponents and he starches him really easily like every single time and uh you know the i think the most profound one was uh not when he knocked jose aldo out in 13 seconds because you know that was a little fluky even though you know he's practicing the punch and he pretty much knew exactly what was going to happen and uh, probably didn't think it was going to be in 13 seconds. But his, I think his most profound uh, win was over Eddie Alvarez. and Because, honestly, Eddie Alvarez, is he does pose one of the worst style matchups for McGregor if he can actually fight his, his style and, um, you know, do what he wants and needs to do without... McGregor uh, stopping him, you know, or countering him. He, 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 McGregor completely shut down anything and everything that Alvarez threw at him. Um, and, you know, I think McGregor does a really, really good uh, job at. He says he doesn't prepare for opponents and that everybody is, you know, basically the same to him and he's just looking to get better, blah, 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 blah. But I think this motherfucker game plans. I think he knows exactly, exactly what everyone's going to be doing in the cage. And I think he does uh, focus on very, very specific moves. Just like, literally, like a... Because when you see his fights, every fight, he's really heavy really really heavy on like a certain style of attack um and against alvarez it was just constantly you know being in his face and slipping back a step and, and you know just wait like constantly like slipping back slipping back just waiting for alvarez to come forward in any way 
and as soon as you'd slip back, you'd throw the left, you know, because if Alvarez took the bait, then it's just wrong. <laughs> and uh, if you remember against Mendez, he was kicking the living shit out of his body. Um, he just beat him down with body kicks. Uh, against uh, against Diaz, I mean, he always throws a lot of left hands, but I mean, it was it was really prevalent in uh, in his fights against Diaz. Like he was really really throwing that left hand, just probably just knowing he has to bust this guy up real quick or try and you know he had to knock him out really fast because he already knew Nate was going to be a problem. Um, don't fool yourself. Just because he talks a big game, he's not stupid. He knows. Uh, he knows what people are going to be like, you know, he, uh, you could tell just even in the press conferences and shit leading up to that fight that, uh, he, he, he was treating Nate differently. There was even moments where he was, uh, his trash talking was pretty much getting shut down by Nate or, you know, Nate just wasn't listening or he'd counter and just be like, fuck you. (laughs) And, uh, McGregor, uh, would kind of, you know, start giving him respect it was kind of weird to see him you know kind of you know tone it down a little bit and um you'd have to watch their first presser and from their first fight to to really get what i mean but floyd floyd versus mayweather uh floyd versus mayweather yeah i'm I'm gonna do that a lot uh floyd versus connor it's gonna happen guys i mean i'm just counting down the days until i get on here and uh you know get my full thoughts on on the fight when they announce it and when it's going to be and ah man uh it's going to be it's going to be fun so uh i look forward to that uh i think i heard that floyd said he was uh bringing in some mma fighter so that uh he could train for mcgregor and i think that's retarded (laughs) honestly i think that's completely retarded because I don't, I don't know many guys that can emulate Cotter's style, like at all. Because I, like, McGregor is one of the only people I've seen uh, who is so confident in his hands that uh, I don't know. It's not even just confidence; it's literally skill. Like the guy is so skilled with his hands. Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He's so skilled with his hands that. It's like nothing else matters to him. He doesn't care if you get a takedown because, you know, he, he feels like he's going to survive and uh, get back to his feet and KO you later in the fight like he did against Mendez. Um, I I don't know. The guy's got tremendous self-belief. I can't remember exactly where I was taking this, but uh, I can't wait till that fight goes down. It'll be uh, It'll just be a spectacle. I mean, I'm not thinking it's going to be... Uh, a close fight. I don't think it's even going to be an entertaining fight, really, but I think the entertainment leading up to the fight is going to be worth it, honestly. Um, I don't plan on dropping my money for that fight. Um, I'll watch it on a stream. <laughs> to be, I'll be 100% honest with you, but they're going to charge some shit, dude. It's going to be some outli- outlandish. I think it was uh, it was 100 bucks for uh, Pacquiao and Mayweather, so that fight's going to be uh, a good 120 bucks or something stupid like that. Um... I wouldn't doubt at all if they did that. Ah, man. So, I mean, it's kind of a boring week as far as fight news goes. Um, mostly because we don't have a card to break down leading up to it or anything. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, 
Lots of callouts. Lots of strange callouts. Um, really, I, I think the highlight, obviously, of the podcast was that uh, Connor and Floyd seems to be heating up more than ever. I mean, Connor called out the. He talked directly to the boxing media. Uh, Dana was apparently on Conan talking about how uh, he's he's pretty much convinced it's going to happen and he doesn't know how it won't happen at this point because there's so much money tied up into it uh and then uh mcgregor he got his fine cleared up finally uh well not cleared up but if you remember i think he was uh fined 150,000 or yeah like 150,000 dollars for throwing those bottles and cans at diaz and uh, then they uh, had like a meeting and they dropped it down to like $75,000 and a they wanted him to shoot a, like a commercial, like an anti-bullying commercial or something like that for uh, the state of Nevada. Uh, but it, And it was supposed to have like $75,000 worth of uh, marketing or uh, I, I don't know, it was supposed to be like a $75,000 commercial. Um. And I just thought that was hilarious. That's that's one of the funniest things I've ever heard of them doing. Um, and then they had another hearing, and now they're like, okay, okay, we realize all that other shit that we uh, handed down to you was uh, just stupid and bullshit. So uh, here you go. It's uh, $25,000, and uh, I think he's got to submit like a handwritten essay or some bullshit to uh, reinstate his license or uh, just get reinstated with the commission. So... Some petty little shit. Uh, even though I'm sure that bottle tossing shit uh, bumped the pay-per-views by another three hundred thousand or so. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm sure that's why they've uh, kind of cut back on the punish punishment. So, uh, I got one more thing for you guys uh, before I get out of here. I know this is uh, hasn't been the uh, most well organized podcast or even uh, the best. I mean, you know, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna keep improving. You know, it's a slow week for MMA. Like I said, there's no event, so uh, just make sure uh, make sure you subscribe for all my future content. Uh, last thing I got for you guys: uh, the Bellator is gonna be having a pay per view in uh, New York at Madison Square Garden, uh, headlined by Chael Sonnen and uh, Vanderlei Silva. So, um, I know this is Bellator's first pay per view, which I'm. I'm really interested to see how it goes. Uh, they're a TV company, you know. They, that's how they've always broadcasted their events, just on on television. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they go uh, go about that. I, I wonder how how much they're going to stack the card because you know Chael Sonnen versus Wanderlei Silva. Uh, I, you know they were supposed to fight. They coached against each other, and uh, I believe Wanderlei actually got the the lifetime ban not too long after that uh, like that was the fight that he was probably getting tested for um, when he just denied him so uh, they got that fight booked uh, for June 24 June 24th so uh, I'll be watching the pay-per-view not sure if I'll buy it or not uh, we'll see uh, I'll be watching like I said <laughs> you know but uh strange strange week for MMA uh, 
I, the UFC is it's it's in one of the most strange time periods that I can remember, and uh, the transition is just so uh, it's, it, it's so obvious, you know. It's just such a blatant thing, like everything on social media that they're posting is shit. It doesn't it, like it really doesn't. You can tell it's different. It's not. There's no real hype to it. It's like it's literally like I took over their social media page and started posting about UFC. Like, I would be better than... I would be ten times better at it than them. And I would probably still suck at it. That's how bad I think they're doing on their social media... Uh, their social media game. So they, they need to step that shit up. They need to uh, keep stacking cards like, like they did with UFC 211. Uh, I fuck with that card really hard. <laughs> so hopefully it pulls through. Um, so, I don't know, guys. Uh... I'll, I'll see you guys later, I guess. Uh, let's let's hope the the next podcast is a little more entertaining. Like I said, um, I'm on CastBox. You can download it on Play Store and uh, the iTunes App Store. Um, just got a couple episodes there now. Uh, it will be updated. Uh, I will always be streaming these uh, these episodes live on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe on here. Make sure you smack a like on the video. And uh, follow me on Twitter, Twitch, all that good stuff, guys. I'd really appreciate it. Uh, Peace.